The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. This is the Bear of Texas reporting live from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of God Bless Texas. Well, here's to the final episode of what's been a dreadful year in 2020. Unfortunately, I regret to inform you that this evening, my good friend and mentor and usual guest Steve Adams will not be joining me this evening as he is overwhelmed with work. He is a nurse, ladies and gentlemen. It's been quite an overwhelming year for him as far as his job goes. God bless you, Steve. Hope everything is okay. And I can't wait to have you back on, buddy. Well, it's really been quite... A boring week of Premier League. And to be honest, this week, since as far as match day 16 goes, there's really nothing to talk about. There's only very few details. I mean, I guess the biggest story that we should know, ladies and gentlemen, is that Manchester United is going into second place. Well, is going into 2021 in second place. Ahead of likes of Leicester City and Everton, Chelsea, Tottenham, and Manchester City. These last few results, quite unimpressive. Chelsea fails to get it done against Aston Villa, suffers a 1-1 draw. Leicester City suffers a 1-1 draw. Okay? That's not all. Newcastle and Liverpool, a 0-0 draw, which is beneficial for Manchester United. But then again, the Leicester City draw is also beneficial for Manchester United because it keeps Manchester United in good company for now. They're in second place. And as far as Manchester United goes, an ugly win, but the very underrated Marcus Rashford came through in the third minute of the stoppage time. And quite frankly, that's all there is to say. So really, Week 16 has been nothing but boring. The main topic of tonight's episode, ladies and gentlemen, is about... Olivier Giroud. In my opinion, the most underrated French footballer in history. 
Yes, that's right. Extremely underrated because, quite frankly, to say that he does not get the respect that he deserves is one hell of an understatement. Olivier Giroud has scratched and clawed and worked his ass off to get to where he is today. His career has been nothing but challenge after challenge after challenge. Starting his career in 2005, Olivier Giroud played for a French club in Ligue 2 called Grenoble. And when I talk about this Grenoble team, I mean, as, as a beautiful city as Grenoble, Grenoble is, it was hard to start in Ligue 2. And then he gets moved over in 2008 to Tours, also in Ligue 2, spends two years there, okay? His spell at Tours is where things really began to kick, okay? Scoring 30 goals in, in two seasons for the club, okay? And then he finally starts to get a big of a big break when he's finally promoted to Ligue 1 when he is signed by Montpellier. And ladies and gentlemen, I can't stress that this is really where the glorious years and success began for Olivier Giroud. <laughs> Playing at Montpellier was really much needed for him. There's no doubt about that, okay? And believe it or not, he really made quite the impact at Montpellier because really if he hadn't, he would not have gotten the chance to go to Arsenal. Really well-deserved for him. He really did pay his dues, okay? And here's what's really interesting. In 2012, he was the top scorer of Ligue 1 and he helped Montpellier to the club's first ever Ligue 1 title. Steve has spoken to me about this. Okay, Steve has really enlightened me about the about how Olivier Giroud's career in Ligue 1 was because, tr quite frankly, I had no idea how it was because mainly from during that time, I was only following his international career. And that's something I'm really ashamed about and I really regret it. But that great year in 2012 is what led to his $12 million move to Arsenal where he would go on to score... 105 goals, okay? And that makes him 18th on the all-time top scorers list for the Gunners. That means something. And here's something else. Three FA Cups scored in one final, and he set up the winning goal in the other two, okay? Who will ever forget this sensational goal against Crystal Palace in 2017? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that scorpion kick is still in my head. It'll be forever in my head. I cannot get it out of my head. And quite frankly, I do not want it out of my head because it was such an amazing moment. Again, I do not exaggerate when I say Olivier Giroud is severely underrated. Now, unfortunately, his time at Arsenal, the way it ended was certainly shocking. He would be moved to across... He would stay in London, fortunately. I don't know if I should say it's fortunate. But he would go on to the other side of London, to Stamford Bridge, to play for Chelsea. Now, as a Manchester United supporter, it didn't really bother me because I felt like for Giroud, I don't care where he plays. I just want the guy to be given a fair chance to prove himself because I know that if you give him the chance, he rarely disappoints. And what's ironic is that a few months after his move to Giroud, he would win yet another FA Cup. And in his first full season at Stamford Bridge, scoring 11 goals and going on to win the Europa League, okay, 
That was pretty important. And you know what? He would score in that final. And he would help Chelsea defeat Arsenal 4-1 in the Europa League final. That really speaks for itself, ladies and gentlemen. And even to this day, at 34 years old, Olivier Giroud has not lost a step. He is still looking amazing. He is still in excellent shape. Now a lot of people are wondering, even at 34, he's still playing like a young player in his 20s in his prime. Well, it speaks for itself, ladies and gentlemen, because when you're still in good shape and you don't have a medical history, you can keep going even into your mid-30s. You know, Giroud could probably even go until he's at least 40 years old. And quite frankly, I hope he does. Because even at 34, the sky is still the limit for him. Quite frankly, it's it's frustrating to know to, to see how much disrespect Giroud has gotten. Because I kid you not, folks, I have been verbally abused. I have been made fun of for being a strong supporter of Giroud. Because all the time, I hear the man is overrated. He doesn't, des- he doesn't deserve the World Cup glory. He doesn't deserve the Europa League glory. You know what? Quite frankly, if you believe that, you should be ashamed of yourself. Okay? Which brings me to what happened earlier when a certain player named Kareem Benzema describes himself as a Formula 1 car and then refers to Olivier Giroud as a go-kart. You know what? I really, really felt a bit of anger in that because you know what if you've been listening to this show you've heard what I had to say as far as Kareem Benzema goes as far as his international career you know what at the end of the day Kareem Benzema might deny it the fact that he's jealous but you know what the fact that he's going to put it like this there's got to be jealousy in this and I've said this before and I will say it again and I personally do not care what criticism, what hate comes to towards me for saying this. But as far as Benzema's omission from the French national team goes, it's his fault. Okay? Blackmailing an international teammate is no way to go. Didier Deschamps cannot have drama on the team, so he kept Benzema off the team. Okay? And if you believe that it has anything to do with his race, well, with all due respect, you are absolutely wrong. Because the omission from the French national team in, in Benzema's case... It has absolutely nothing to do with his Algerian heritage, okay? And I'm not saying this because I hate Benzema. I do not hate Benzema. Benzema, in, in, my, in my opinion, Benzema is one of the greatest footballers in history, okay? He's arguably in the top 10 of best Real Madrid players ever. The dude is a stud. He is super talented, okay? I'm not going to take anything away from Kareem Benzema. All the Champions League wins, everything he's done for Real Madrid, the records, the talent, everything, the goal scoring. It's remarkable, but for him to go out there and kind of you know t- you know call you know his former international teammate Giroud you know call him a go kart, that's just out of line. Okay, and let me let me just say this for those of you you know for those of you who think Didier Deschamps, the Fr- the manager of the French national team, is racist, you know what I've said this many many times. I've even said this talking to Steve, but you know what? Since I'm talking about Giroud and the whole thing with Benzema coming up, look. To say that Deschamps is racist is arguably one of the stupidest things to say because if Deschamps was racist, and I've said this before, the likes of Pogba, Kylian Mbappe, N'Golo Kante, Samuel Umtiti, just to name a few, those guys wouldn't even be on the team, okay? It's that simple, okay? The bottom line is, Olivier Giroud deserved to be in the World Cup 
squad, okay? And I don't give a damn that he didn't score or even have a shot on goal because, quite frankly, he did not need to score a goal to show how important he is to the national team or how important his role was to helping France secure their second world title. Olivier Giroud has been with the national team since 2011, okay? The man has earned his respect. He has earned, excuse me, he has represented France in two Euros and two World Cups, okay? And to be honest, Frank, you know what? He was needed on the national team, okay? And this past October, he officially surpassed Michel Platini to become the second highest scorer in the French national team's history at 42 goals. He is currently at 44 goals, okay? And the record is held by Thierry Henry, who has 51. And quite frankly, I am more than confident that Olivier Giroud is going to break the record and he's going to retire as France's highest all-time scorer. Because he's talented, because he's still committed, he still works hard. Ladies and gentlemen, what's more important is that he still has passion for the game and he still loves the game. Giroud deserves his respect. And here's an, an even bigger fact. His leadership and expertise were a huge help to the likes of Kylian Mbappe and Antoine Griezmann in the World Cup. Okay? Because he would pave the way for the offense, okay? You know what? He didn't have to score goals. You know what? Or, or attempt to score goals because, you know what? His talent is really what's needed. His expertise and everything. It all mattered. Okay? It was needed to bulk up the a huge Francis offensive attack, Okay? He had a role as a leader, okay? And his role as a leader was to guide the talented and dangerous French attack. And he did that. Quite frankly, if I'm going to dissect it, is his job was to create some space, help some create offensive penetration, and what's more important, ladies and gentlemen, is help create scoring chances. Okay? Olivier Giroud, his performance at the 2018 World Cup was brilliant. If you want to laugh at me for saying this, well, go ahead. I mean, you're, you're entitled to your opinions just as I am. But you got to understand, Olivier Giroud was needed, okay? And quite frankly, I've gotten this tape before because I wrote an article for Primetime Sports Talk back in October. And I got so much hate from these huge supporters of Kareem Benzema putting hateful comments saying the only reason why Giroud is popular with the French national team is because Benzema's not there. Okay, enough with the bullcrap, guys. Enough. Enough. You're embarrassing yourself, for, for the love of God, okay? I know for a fact that Benzema and Giroud, really, there's no ill will, ill feelings between the two, okay? I don't want to get too, uh, throw Benzema under the bus, but when Benzema's saying what he's saying, you know, calling him, Olivier Giroud, a go-kart while describing himself as a Formula 1 car driver, it was unnecessary, and quite frankly, it's not true, okay? When people say Benzema deserves to be on the French national team, look... I'm not saying he doesn't. It'll, it will never happen again. As long as Didier Deschamps is in charge, it will not happen. But what you have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, I've said this many, many times, you really got to understand it. Benzema's omission from the national team is his fault. Okay? You do not attempt to extort your international teammate regarding a sex tape. Look up the facts from the case, okay? And even if Benzema didn't do it, it still stirs up drama, and Didi Deschamps does not need drama when he's handling a national team full of talent with a team that needs to win the World Cup. It needs to keep being a success, okay? With all the talent in store for France, France cannot afford to have a bad team. They cannot afford to go in a drought, okay? If there is drama, there's no rhythm, there's no focus, the whole team falls apart, and that is the last thing that Les Bleus needs, okay? Now, all of you can say 
Benzema has all the Champions League titles. Fine. He does. But at the end of the day, Olivier Giroud has the World Cup. Okay? And in Giroud's case, how could you be mad at him for taking advantage of an opportunity? It's not, it's not his fault that Benzema got omitted. Like I said, it's Benzema's fault. Okay? And when that happened, Giroud had the opportunity to take over as a leader for the, for the younger stars. Giroud did it. Okay? It's not like the World Cup was just handed to him by all these players who scored the goals for him. It is not like that. He's a mentor. He's a leader. Okay? Because like I said, if it wasn't for him, France would not have won it. And, and I'm sticking to my guns. I will not change my mind on this. I seriously believe if Olivier Giroud was not there, France would not have been able to score those fantastic goals. They sure as hell would not have won the World Cup. It's just that simple. Now, as far as quality goes, really, there's no question about Giroud's quality, okay? It's not just the talent, but it's the respect he's had from his teammates, okay? Antoine Griezmann describes Giroud as a good player who helped us win the World Cup. Again, the expertise, the leadership, and the mentoring, okay? You know, it's over. It's overwhelming, okay? And, you know, Benzema did really... He did provide an explanation about the go-kart comment, okay? Look... I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just, you know, extremely overwhelmed because, you know, I, I really had to do this episode today because even to this day, I'm still seeing Giroud get disrespected. I mean, this is all because, you know, Gold.com just a couple of days ago sent out a tweet saying that, you know, the fact that Chelsea spent a combined 150 million euros on the likes of Hakim Zayech, Timo Werner, and Kai Havertz last summer... And the fact is, Olivier Giroud has scored nine goals and all of them combined. Okay. Frank Lampard has to understand. Olivier Giroud can be a top asset if you let him, okay? In other words, let him play. Give him the chance, okay? He's proved time and time again he still has it. So why? what's the point of doubting him now? If you put Olivier Giroud alongside Christian Pulisic... Believe me, this is going to benefit huge for Christian Pulisic, okay? Christian Pulisic can learn a lot from Giroud. Again, Giroud won the World Cup. Giroud is the second highest all-time scorer for France, okay? Think of the impact that learning from Giroud can have for Christian, okay? Christian Pulisic is regarded as the future of the United States men's national team. He needs to learn from the best. He needs to play for the best clubs, okay? It's about helping one another, okay? See, for Giroud, basically, what I'm saying, it's not about the talent, his playing talent, but it's about the impact he has on all the other players, his teammates, okay? Like I said about Griezmann, I mean, Griezmann even said it in his words. Kylian Mbappe, I'm sure that if, if you ask Kylian Mbappe about Olivier Giroud, Kylian Mbappe is going to have nothing but nice words to say. And by ni- and I shouldn't really say nice words, I should say positive words. He's going to tell the truth. He's going to say that playing alongside Giroud is a learning experience that really impacts your career. It's unfortunate that in 2016, Giroud and France were unable to win the, the European final, despite being in the final and on home soil. It is really unfortunate. But overall, Giroud's track record as far as scoring goals and playing ability, it's nothing but respectable. Okay? And really, I think Giroud still has 
the potential to help France win at least one more major title because I still think that France has more titles coming in their future. It's not only the talent they have right now, but it's the talent that's being developed in the French youth uh, system, okay? That's, that's how fortunate the French Football Federation is. There's always young talent ready to go when the time is right. When one veteran retires, it's time to bring in the, it's time to bring in the next guy. It's time to start the new golden generation. So really, Zihu is the kind of guy, you bring in new players for new generation, they learn from him. That's what keeps the momentum alive, ladies and gentlemen. But here's the point I'm going to make really clear. The French national team, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, they still need him. Yes, that's right. They still need Olivier Giroud. And honestly, as far as Giroud goes, it would be a huge mistake not to have him on. And Didier Deschamps knows that. And Didier Deschamps still sees him as an important asset for the squad. And I've already explained everything because of the talent and really because of the leadership and expertise. But look, set aside all the personal anger and all the things I've, I really got to say as far as the whole thing with Kareem Benzema goes, I'm just going to say this. Kareem Benzema was wrong to call Olivier Giroud a go-kart, okay? At the end of the day, Benzema should not be, should not really be attacking Giroud in any situation, okay? Benzema messed up, okay? He's been omitted from the team. Giroud took the opportunity to become the team leader, okay? And he helped his country win the second title, okay? And here's what's so ironic, you know, and, and, and I really got to talk about this, is the fact that Eric Cantona called Didier Deschamps a racist for omitting a Karim Benzema. How ironic is it, okay? Because in 1996, Eric Cantona messed up, lost his, lost his captaincy rank for the French national team, and lost his spot, while Didier Deschamps, ironically, becomes the captain and helps France win... The 1998 World Cup, okay? Fast forward, 2015. Kareem Benzema messes up. He gets omitted from the French national team, okay? And then one of his teammates, Olivier Giroud, who's close to his range, he's looked at as a future leader of the French national team. Now, while Hugo Lloris is the captain, that does not mean that Giroud is not a leader, okay? There's always more than one leader. There's one guy that's going to help the defense and one guy that's going to help the offense. Giroud's the guy who helps the offense, Okay? So at the end of the day, it's ironic that Kareem Benzema calls, refers to himself as a as a Formula One car, and then refers to Giroud as a go as a go kart. How ironic it is that Giroud goes on to win the World Cup, and then this guy calls calls him a go kart. <laughs> so I guess it's saying like you mess up, you're bitter about it, and you're trying to bury some sort of insecure feelings. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say anything about Benzema. I mean, I still appreciate him as a player. I still, I still enjoy watching him play from Real Madrid. I mean, like I said, I'm not gonna deny the talent, the talents that Kareem Benzema has. I mean, I'll still say it today, Kareem Benzema is arguably one of the greatest players of all time. And personally, he's one of my favorites. It's just at the end of the day, this whole thing about him calling Olivier Giroud, it stung a little bit because I've been, with, I've been a huge supporter for Giroud for so many years. And when I learned all the things I've missed about him in the league, ah. Huh? That's that's guilt because I've gone back on YouTube to watch the all of his uh, film to watch game film from his time at League uh, and you can really see how he was paying his dues. He was growing as a player. He was learning to be get to where he is today. That's for and that's the same thing for Kareem Benzema. Kareem Benzema worked his ass off to get all the success he has today. And while Kareem Benzema deserves respect too, the bottom line is 
Olivier Giroud deserves just as much respect as he does. Okay? And the, it, it, it's the same thing, look. It's unfortunate that as far as domestic clubs go, Giroud obviously hasn't had the same amount of luck as Benzema, as Benzema goes. But at the end of the day, they're both fantastic players. Okay? And look... And going back to what you know, to clarifying what Kareem Benzema said, really, was, and I, and I really don't know if if I can agree with this, but Benzema said, and I quote, Griezmann and Mbappe get seen more while he rolls up his sleeves and does the dirty work. So is he saying that Griezmann and Mbappe get more glory because Olivier Giroud is doing hard work, uh, doing dirty work? I don't see it like this. I'm saying Olivier Giroud is opening up the offense, he's creating the chances, and Mbappe and Griezmann are finishing it. In other words, it seems to me that Olivier Giroud, Griezmann, and Mbappe are doing what needs to be done. They're playing as a team, they're trusting one another. What's most important, ladies and gentlemen, they have each other's back, okay? Look, I don't like the fact that Benzema got omitted from the national team. And when I learned about it in 2016, when I heard about that, I was pretty upset, okay? I didn't really say that Deshaun was racist because, then, it, like I said, Paul Pogba, all those other guys you know, who have uh, African roots, okay? They were all on the team. So how could Deshaun be racist if, if they're still on the team? I mean, come on. You got, you got to think about it. You, you really got to think about this. Mbappe, Pogba, N'Golo Kante, Samuel Umtiti, just to name a few. They're all on the team. I mean, Blaise Matuidi as well. You know, Usman Dembele. Uh, Nabil Fakir. They were all on the World Cup squad, okay? If this all was racist, would they really be there? Absolutely not. So the bottom line is, is that, out of everything, is that Olivier Giroud has worked so hard, and at this point, that he's not getting the respect that he deserves, it's just quite unacceptable. It really is. Okay, and really at this point, I'm not surprised that if you give him the chance and he scores, it's like I said, he's in good shape. There's not no medical history. He still got it. Okay. Now, when I want to close it, and, and I really, and I look, I, I really got to admit, I did, I obviously got carried away, and I and I really got overwhelmed with emotion because when somebody who's worked so hard who's, you know, always been underrated, who's always proven the critics wrong, who's always done better than anybody could have imagined, when they're still not being respected, or people are just saying that the, he's, the guy's lucky, that he only won the World Cup because of all the other players around him, that is just, it's wrong to say. And really, you know, Frank Lampard has to consider putting in Giroud more. Look, the likes of, you know, Timo Werner, Christian Pulisic... There's no doubt in my mind that they they're learning a lot from Giroud. You know, Giroud's been around for a long time. Okay, you know, and Giroud still has many good years ahead of him. You know, as long as he stays healthy, he's in he's in shape. So, the bottom line is, even today at 34, Giroud is still an important asset. And the bottom line is, you have to let him play. Okay, you need to let him play because he can give you the results that you're looking for. Uh, sorry about that, you know. It's like I said, the emotions have just been so high. But you know what? 
I'm not gonna say that Giroud is a Formula One car and Benzema is not. I, I at the end of the day, I just see. I, I just say, how do you compare a soccer player to a race car? <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't make sense to me. Now, last couple things I want to say is that apparently, from something I've been looking at, is that apparently, Atletico Madrid is rumored to be interested in signing Olivier Giroud. How, now, speaking of Atletico Madrid, Diego Costa, his contract was terminated by the club just recently. And as far as Costa goes, I don't know where he's going to go from there. I mean, he's 32 years old, and I'm sure that Diego Costa still has plenty of, plenty to offer. I just know that due to this whole uh, COVID-19 pandemic, it's going to be very hard for him, you know, it, you know, for him to go back to England. I'm sure I, I can't imagine how difficult it'll be, but I'm sure that Diego Costa's. I th- I'm pretty sure he's going to be okay. You know, he's well respected. He's certainly talented. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he's he's gonna he's gonna find an, another club. But as far as uh, Olivier Giroud going to Atletico Madrid goes, well, I'm okay with it as long as Atletico Madrid has plans to actually utilize him correctly. If they just sign him and have him sit on the bench most of the time, then what's the point? What's the point? What's the point of paying him to do nothing? Giroud is really not the kind of guy that wants to sit, get paid to do nothing. Okay? Look, like I said, you know, you know, some people say he's just the most underrated player of this generation. I mean, I think as far as France goes, I mean, he's the most underrated French player of all time as far as the national team goes. I mean... Some some other underrated players probably include the likes of Yuri Jarkev, Laurent Blanc, you know, Robert Pires, Patrick Vieira. I mean, there's, there's you know, France has seen its share of so many underrated players, but there's never really been a guy quite like Giroud. I mean, who would have imagined Giroud clauses you know claws his way to the ranks of the top scorer? I mean. Eight years ago, I didn't think that was going to happen. I mean, I thought that Benzema would be the guy. And another thing that's ironic, Benzema loses his place, and then Giroud not only wins the World Cup, but just, you know, breaks records, okay? Nobody has the natural speed to bypass defenders like Olivier Giroud, okay? And, you know, Giroud is, is one of those dudes who learned, who's used, you know, his brain most of the games. I mean, like, you know, he thinks, basically, and then he does. That, that, that That's just how it is, but... But really, uh, as I'm wrapping it up, at the end of the day, you know, if Atletico Madrid signs the guy and they have plans to utilize him correctly, then great. Because really, I want Olivier Giroud to go, I want him to go to a club where he has a chance of winning the Champions League because I think that he needs it. He's got the World Cup already. Now he needs to win the top prize as far as domestic football goes. Okay? It's, you know, to bulk up his career. But really, at the end of the day, Giroud has done everything that we can ask for. He still plans to give more. I think as far as France goes, he wants to help France win one more major title. And I know how bad he wants the Champions League title. At the end of the day, he wants to go down as a player to be remembered forever. But as far as, far as the case with France goes, he wants to solidify his status of becoming a national hero for the French national team. He perhaps is already since he won the World Cup, but he wants to add more to the list of accolades. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to remind you that Into the Net FC is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. I'd like to wish everybody a happy new year, and I'd like to propose a toast to let's have a hell of a 2021. Let's pray that 2021 is a good year, because 2020 will forever be a bad spot. It'll be forever be negative for, for many of us. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a good night, and again, Happy New Year. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.